Welcome to UC Today with me, David Dungay. Today I'm joined by Estelle and Claire from Polly. Welcome to the show. Uh, how are you both? Fantastic, thank you. Great, thank you, David. Great. Great. Well, um, today we are a rather special day, International Women's Day. We're going to be talking about uh, you know, International Women's Day and uh, particularly around inclusivity in the tech industry and what Polly are doing around this area as well. Uh, but before we get into that, should we do a few introductions? Um, Estelle, let's start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Polly? Sure. Uh, so, hi, everybody. My name's Estelle Jackson. I am our Global Inclusion, Diversity, Education and Awareness Lead here at Poly, uh, and I am responsible for fostering a culture that encourages collaboration and makes sure that every voice in our business is heard. Um, so for me, that's about being authentically amazing. Uh, Poly is a business, um, is the amalgamation of two companies coming together. We have Plantronics, who um, were the headset side of the business, and then we had Polycom, who were the video conferencing side of the business. And we bought those two together four years ago now, and we have grown into a unified communications business. We're about six and a half thousand employees, over 47 countries. Um, and we're very busy making sure that we have a built-in inclusion and collaboration experience for everybody who uses our technology. And uh, Claire? Yes, and I'm Claire Tibbetts, and I lead the EMEA marketing function here at Poly. I started off my career just under 30 years ago in FMCG industry, working for Nestle or Nestle Roundtrees. And then I had a lucky move to the Middle East and a move into IT. And that's where for the past 25 years plus, I've enjoyed a very, very varied um, career. Fantastic. So uh, today I want to start with the topic of bias. Um, we see this, um, you know, all over the place. But I want I want to draw on some of your personal experiences around bias. Uh, Estelle, do you want do you want to give us um, a bit of a rundown? How have you experienced this in in the workplace, and uh, particularly how has Polly sort of helped overcome this? So um, Polly as a business are um, are really bought into the idea of um, education and awareness. That's why our diversity, inclusion and equity program is called IDEA, right? Inclusion, diversity, education and awareness. We've run lots of surveys and ask our employees continuously what they want to learn about, what we need to give them more information on. And I then craft programs every quarter where we run all employee um, invitations, webinars, we have outside speakers come in and really give our employees the chance to down tools and educate and make themselves more aware of the world around them. We've run, uh, recently we did um, uh, an unconscious bias training with the Neuro Leadership Institute. So really the neuroscience behind the fact that unconscious bias can be just as painful as physical pain when somebody says something and, and, and you know, really doesn't understand the impact of that. So we're really looking at pushing phrases within our business like we don't do that here. I think um, it's really important to point out that, you know, unconscious bias happens everywhere. If you're human, you have a bias. It's just the way we're written in. But if we're aware of that, we can absolutely drive making sure that we become more conscious about it. So, you know, we hear a lot of unconscious bias around around women but I would say that actually we're just as um, we're just as focused on making sure that the, the, the men and, and, and anybody within our business feels included right so you know when we hear things like 
you know, are you babysitting your children? You know, we hear a lot of conversations with our male allies who say things like, well, no, I'm not babysitting them, my children. So bias happens all over the place. It's not just a it's not just a woman thing. But I think it's really important that we need to drive that culture of allyship and promoting that equity across our business. So that's that's the role that I play at, at Polly. And uh, Claire, I mean, can you draw on some of your personal experiences in, in this area? Yeah, absolutely. And I've been really lucky to have spent the last 15 years of my career at Poly, where I haven't actually felt significant bias. But that wasn't the same as the early part of my career, when actually three years into a role, I was promoted and I actually had a team. And one of my team was a really fantastic product marketing manager, a man. And when it came to annual um, pay reviews, I gave him the maximum I could give him as a, a salary increase because he deserved it and a really, really great job. But at the same time, I was expecting at this point to my salary to at least match and it was considerably under his salary and it wasn't and it was at the time then that actually I had to go to HR and actually question this and actually question what 27 years ago, is this a man woman? thing it was actually addressed it was actually addressed within 24 hours and I had the biggest single percentage pay rise that I've had in my life but I think that was really significant for me at the early start of my career when I realized my goodness is this what it's about there really is a significant difference yeah good well and uh, you know it's uh it's, it's challenges we hear stories like this um you know up, up and down the industry um I mean Maybe Estelle, come to you. I mean, what's the one you know piece of advice, or the, or the one thing you you will you know encourage other people, uh, you know, be it women or or, or, or others, maybe, um, you know, when it when it comes to addressing this. I think for me, um, you know, allyship is absolutely key. So making sure that um, you have that education and awareness piece, and that you grow allyship within your business. For me. You know, I talk a lot with smaller businesses or companies that don't maybe have somebody like myself or an, an arm of the business dedicated to inclusion and diversity around who is your only, right? Who is your only person of colour? Who is the only woman in your team? Who is the only um, person who uh, is in a wheelchair or who has an invisible disability? And are you really leaning in and making sure that they feel included and that their voice is heard? For me, in terms of how you drive that change, it's it's being brave, it's being authentic, and for me, it's being the change you want to see. So one of the things that we've rolled out at Polly is a very powerful phrase. We don't do that here. And we encourage employees to use that phrase when they hear or see a behaviour that is not part of our culture. So I think that standing out and speaking up is becoming more and more important from a psychological safety point of view as we as we see more people, you know, hybrid working and returning to the office. And uh, Claire, you know, how, how does this all relate to, you know, hybrid working today? You know, what, what are you seeing on, on, on that front? Well, hybrid working, again, is something that we're very, very familiar with at Poly. We used to call it smart working, and that is work is what you do. It's not a place you go to. And because we've always been surrounded by enabling technologies, you really could. So if I actually look back to um, 
my career 15, 16 years ago, I'd had my second daughter and actually I couldn't work full time. It was actually just making me go crazy. And I actually had a very frank conversation with my manager and I said, look, is there any chance I could actually work four days per week? you will not notice a difference. I know I can make this work. And I actually did. And it's because of the fact that we had this smarter working policy where I really could choose where was the best place to me to perform and do the role that day. So that could be in an office, that could be in my home location, or it could be outside with suppliers other vendors, customers, and that has been absolutely fantastic. So I think it's just making sure that we use the technology that is available. We train people up on the etiquette of that, because of course, if you are the only person external to a meeting where everybody, 10 people are sat around a boardroom, you have to be really, really conscious of that and, and be aware and make sure that everybody's voice is heard wherever, wherever they are. So, you know, hybrid working isn't new for associates of Polly. It was just very, very strange when almost two years ago, every single person was at home and we were all in exactly the same situation dialing in like this one meeting but from three locations i think we've absolutely also um, looked at how we level the playing field right so when we talk about how that works you know for example um i'm in the states right now um i i have my children with me we had um a, a, an hr strategy meeting that my manager wanted me to attend and, and I had to say, this is going to be difficult because of my children. And there was not one point where she said, okay, well, just don't come then. You know, it was right. How do we work this so that we can, we can make this work? And, you know, I'm not saying that's the ability that everybody can have, but the, the meeting was held and we had people dialing in from Asia and from um, Europe and we were in the room and we used that technology to run polls and quizzes and using an interactive whiteboard and making sure we use chat so that people could not talk over each other and having speech to text there so that people who English wasn't their first language or they were tired or it was late don't put your camera on if you're if you're you know if you've got other things to do being mindful of what is it going on in other people's worlds and using technology as the enabler is so incredibly powerful to making sure that people feel appreciated and belong in a business. Is, is that quite a challenge as well? You know, do people realise that actually with the right technology, you can you can really solve a lot of these uh, you know challenges and problems uh, when it comes to hybrid working and promoting inclusivity? I think we're really looking at um, you know how we work with our customers to help them find the best solutions for them. So you know we. We, we want to be thought leaders. So we work very closely with our partners, our alliance partners, our customers. We've run, um, we ran a great event with Microsoft last year around accessibility and how companies can come together to build an inclusive collaboration experience. So, you know, we were talking about Teams as the software with, you know, Polly's video and, and, and hardware as the enabler to make sure that everybody, whether they're in the room or they're on video, has the same experience, you know, and, and to be able to work with other companies and collaborate with them, not as competitors, but absolutely as, as allies to each other was really a game changing for us. And I think that we also work closely with our 
customers with dialogue circles and forums where we say, you know, tell us what we could do better, what isn't working, how do we iterate our products to make sure they work for as many people as possible so that in the future we're not creating a product that works if you have a hearing aid or, you know, we don't create specific tech for one group of people. We make products that just work for everyone. And that's kind of our mission. Um, I'd like to revisit the, uh, the, the hiring talent and staff retention uh, aspect of the conversation. Estelle, you mentioned a little bit around uh, unconscious bias at the start of the conversation. Uh, you know, there'll be a lot of people watching today's conversation and thinking, oh, you know, I, want, I wonder how I can you know, tighten up some of my policies or you know, do a better job of this. You know, what, what should people be thinking about around that? And what, what, do you, what, what are Polly sort of instilling in, in, in the business when it comes to hiring people? So we've been through a big transition in the last 18 months. So I worked very closely with our recruiting team around, you know, what, what the skills of the future are and how we really want to be hiring for behaviour and skills rather than where somebody, say, went to school. Right. You know, you have an experience bias as a human where if you see that somebody went to the same school as you, then they will be as brilliant as you. It's hardwired into our into our brains. So we've not only worked with our hiring managers on the on you know the really pushing that to an awareness level, but also creating an interview bank of questions that our managers pick from, so that every person goes through the same interview process and is scored in the same way by a diverse interview panel. So we make sure that you know people are interviewed fairly and equitably, and also we look at our demographics, so we know what our gender balance is on a daily basis. We know where we need help. We are transparent with our employees and our leaders around how we can do better. Um, and that really is making changes to our business across underrepresented minorities and, and gender and, and age and all of those other protected characteristics. So our employee resource groups really help us to challenge hiring in that mirror image. And we, we hold everybody accountable right from the minute they join in terms of this is our culture and this is the poly way of interviewing. Claire, I don't know if you've got any other thoughts on that. Absolutely, because I realised while going through this training just how many rookie errors I may have done. And that is literally when you're interviewing, you want people to be at ease. You want them to be able to perform at their best. So probably in the past, I really was looking at where we may have had a shared interest or something common ground but actually that through the training you've realized actually that's really really wrong um and we have hired some really good people in the past two years so i think it has made a a, a real difference fantastic well look um it's been great to talk to you both today thank you so much for sharing sharing your insights uh, you know, the tech industry as a whole, you know, we, we do need to become a little bit more in inclusive across the board. And uh, I hope people will be watching today and uh, thinking how they can bring some of these principles into their own business. So I'd like to say thank you very much to Estelle and Claire for joining me. And uh, well, I hope to catch up with you both soon. Thank you. Thanks, David. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungay, on UC Today. If you like today's conversation, please give us a like and a share on social media. That's it from me. See you next time.